And welcome back to another podcast of the universe for Masters of the Universe. You can find the show on Twitter at POTU4MOTU. That's the number four. Uh, thank you to today's sponsor, Tim Hortons. Uh, I woke up this morning, went and grabbed coffee, watched uh, this episode, and uh, enjoyed my coffee, which I'm still drinking. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's excellent or fantastic coffee. Um, it's just been uh, a part of my routine for many years, and it's a, it's a bad habit. It's not good coffee. I mean, I enjoy it, but I, it doesn't mean that it doesn't make it right. Uh, there's better coffees, but um, the first coffee of the day, um, I, for some reason, need a Tim Hortons, and then after that, I'm free to enjoy other coffees. Uh, I don't know. Who knows what's in there? Um, but it keeps the headaches away, so I enjoyed I enjoyed this coffee while watching Search for the VHO, uh, episode 32, season 1. Alright, so let's get on with the show and see what happened in the episode. Alright, so today's episode, season 1, episode 32, Search for the VHO, um, we see the island of Selkie, and there's a uh, unicorn lion uh, breaking a perimeter. Uh, inside that perimeter is a man and a boy. Uh, father's name is Hovar, his son's name is Justin, and he is the royal um, historian, and he is on the island of Selkie to, to learn about who was there before. But they have this perimeter set up, uh, like uh, the idea that they had in Congo to keep the evil gorillas out. Um, so the animals are trying to test and break through the perimeter and they're making distress calls to man-at-arms uh, who can hear them but can't respond back. Uh, we cut to Prince Adam. He's flying Oracle like a kite. Uh, when they hear a high-pitched noise from the lab, they go to the lab and see that man-at-arms and Tila have created a sonic weapon uh, that will repel animals. Uh, they call it the VHO. Uh, Tila decides she'll be taking uh, a boat since they cannot uh, safely land on the island. Uh, so Prince Adam joins the, uh, on the boat. Unbeknownst to Tila, uh, he is put on a sailor hat, uh, which is pretty, pretty ridiculous looking. But um, as the boat takes off, Merman is watching, and his plan is to steal the oscillator, or VHO, um, and he will use it on animals, on Beast Man, and maybe even Skeletor. Um, he has a Kraken attack the boat. The Kraken takes Tila, and um, the sailors are safe. The boat is sunk, uh, but Tila's missing, so Prince Adam transforms. Uh, he checks the sunken boat for an air pocket that she may be in, but she's nowhere to be found, and the VHO is missing. Uh, He-Man is then chased uh, by Razor Fins, who he defeats, and they explode. Uh, so he realizes that they were robots. And he takes a transponder from one of their, um, from one of the razor fins, and he follows the signal. Uh, back on the island, Hovar is telling Justin that this was once a beautiful city, and the importance of finding out who was there, um, uh, who they were, what happened to them, and uh, that help will eventually come. We go back to He-Man, who has tracked the signal uh, to an underwater cave. Merman has Tila in a glass jar. And the Kraken comes back, starts attacking He-Man. 
He-Man dodges the punches from the Kraken. And the Kraken has four arms. Um, when you hear Kraken, you think of, you know, that large octopus squid creature. Uh, but this was a, like a four-armed um, bird-beaked dragon type creature. Uh, so the Kraken is punching at He-Man. He-Man's dodging and he's punching the walls and there's eventually a cave-in uh, which buries the Kraken under the water. Um, He-Man challenges Merman to a fight for Tila and obviously wins. Merman escapes and Tila says he's gone after the he's gone after the Kraken. And He-Man says, well, we better get Kraken. I didn't know, I don't know when I thought that phrase became a thing, but I guess I'm surprised that it happened in 1983. And I was a little surprised that He-Man said, after, T so Tila says he's gone after the Kraken, and He-Man just dead face says, well, we better get Kraken. So, I don't know when I thought that phrase became a thing, but it was around in 1983. So, uh, He-Man and Tila swim to the surface, and they find uh, the Kraken. Um, He-Man uses the VHO uh, on the Kraken, and so the Kraken and Merman are trying to flee underwater. He-Man chases them, only to throw them away. They were swimming away, but then he chased after them and then threw them away anyway. Uh, Tila dropped the VHO and told He-Man. So He-Man dives down to get it. And Tila's waiting for him to resurface. And he doesn't. What happens next is very bizarre. Um, Prince Adam shows up on screen in a raft, and now he has the VHO. He says that He-Man gave it to him. And uh, it's very, very bizarre. I don't know. It, it made no sense. Um, so the force field laser is out of energy. Uh, Tila and Prince Adam show up in the nick of time to drive the creatures away. Then they install the device for continued protection and coverage uh, around their research site. And then the lesson was that uh, to remember the brave men and women who have gone before us um, so that we could go somewhere safely and how that they braved the, uh, the unknown and the dangers originally, um, like explorers and, and such. And that was it for the episode. <clears throat> All right. So that'll do it for the recap. And now we'll do some bios and see if anyone gets a trophy for today. All right, two bios for today again. Uh, the first one is Hovar. Uh, special abilities, uh, vast knowledge of attorney and history. He was a royal historian. He researched attorney and history and to aid King Randor. Together with his son Justin, Hovar was stationed at Selkie Island to conduct an exploration of its ancient ruins. He and Justin were forced to defend their encampment against dangerous animals of the island. And for Justin, um, also like his father, only appeared in the 1983 animated series. The son of the royal historian Hovar, Justin and his father were stationed on Selkie Island during uh, a historical expedition. Justin was a brave young boy who helped his father defend the encampment against many dangerous animals that inhabited the island. Though frightened by the threat from the animals, he was compassionate toward the creatures and refused to hurt them. Uh, Justin desired to be just like his father when he grew up. Uh, and in the episode, um, 
they had uh, lasers um, to shoot near or towards the animals, but not actually hitting them. It was more of to uh, scare them off, and of course, uh, things don't actually get hit with lasers in the show. So, Alright, that's it for the bio, and uh, we'll see who gets Trophy of the Universe next. And today's recipient of the Trophy of the Universe for Podcast of the Universe for Masters of the Universe goes to Merman. Merman uh, went out on his own. Uh, I mean, of course, he had the help of the robot Razor Fins and the Kraken. Uh, but he went out on his own. He had a good plan. He was uh, going to try to use it on his uh, his friend Beastman and possibly Skeletor. So he uh, he was ambitious. He uh, came up short, but... Uh, he had a good he had a good plot so merman is today's winner and now we can close the show and thank you for listening to another podcast of the universe for masters of the universe find the show on twitter at potu for motu um it was another uh it was another good episode i enjoyed watching that on a saturday morning with my coffee uh that was a reward in itself um and it was uh i'm I, I prefer uh, a villain character uh, often. Um, if I look around uh, from the space where I record uh, with my books and odds and ends, uh, there are a lot of villains. I have uh, uh, multiple, multiple Skeletors, uh, who is always my favorite, um, Cobra Commander, uh, multiple Dark Sides, um, Godzilla's uh, Pinhead, and other Cenobites. Um, there's the American Werewolf London, uh, another Pinhead, Aliens, uh, Predators, uh, Cthulhu, Leatherface, uh, Hordak, uh, another Dark Side, uh, Soundwave, uh, Cylons. Uh, these were all characters that I preferred. Um, I think Skeletor, Skeletor and Dark Side would be my maybe top two favorite villains, possibly. I'm a big Godzilla fan too, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily just call him a villain. Um, and uh, Pinhead. I'm a big fan of the Hellraiser series. Uh, to clarify the earlier uh, movies, I always enjoyed those quite a bit. Um, so most of the uh, uh, collectibles I have are, are villains. Um, and also, as a child, um, Skeletor was way... <clears throat> Skeletor, when, when playing with the toy, Skeletor was always way more uh, of a formidable opponent and effective than he was in the cartoon. Um, he was much more, uh, much more badass uh, in my imagination when I played with the toys as a child. Um, maybe maybe <clears throat> I should have grown up to be uh, some kind of a villain of some sort. I don't know. But those are always the ones that I enjoyed more. Uh, I enjoyed their color schemes more, their accessories more, their bases, their vehicles, their henchmen, their outfits, everything uh, appealed more to me. Um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows what that means? I don't know if there's, I don't know if that's common uh, with other people, but um, and even, I guess, maybe with uh, the Cenobites and Pinhead, they're not necessarily the villains. The villain is often someone who's brought them there, and it's a, a bad person uh, who's brought them there, and they're just trying to 
share the suffering that they love so much. I don't know. Um, but I guess you would still call them villains. Um, yeah, so that's always been my preference. Um, but enough with that. Uh, I have a big day ahead of me, possibly. Um, I have some more wedding stuff to do. I'm going to go out and look for a credenza. I'd like to find a credenza, uh, maybe that uh, an older one that I can sand and paint, uh, rather than paying $2,000 uh, for one um, that's new. Uh, I think that's a ridiculous price uh, for somewhere to stick my records in, record players. So we'll see. Uh, what else? That should do it. Um, I got a good deal on wedding favors yesterday, which I was excited about. Um, and I found a new dress shirt for work that is a, uh, the main color is a, like a pistachio ice cream green color with bright pl uh, pink flamingos all over it. Uh, so that's, that's my weekend. Uh, an obnoxiously loud shirt and looking for a credenza. So I'm living my best life, I guess. All right, that'll do it for today. Might squeeze one in before Monday. If not, Monday will be the next show. And the next show is called The Star Child. Not sure what that's about. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch a glimpse of what that was, so I will go into that without, without any preconceived ideas. So hope everyone has a great weekend. And until next time, you have the power.